up everyone it's me scott the host of the baker turtle podcast and i'm back with another episode of the baker turtle podcast now today today i'm busting out another one today is monday march 3rd um i just got done doing another one uh podcast yesterday but figured i you know try to um stock up on some some more episodes that way I can uh, talk about some things, but today I want I want to kind of focus on um, video games. Yeah, so yeah, I figured you know today would be a good day to talk about video games because um, you know I am in the Pokemon Draft League battles that I participate in, and uh, that's probably the games that I play the most right now. Not probably, it definitely is. Um, so I don't really play video games that much anymore, which is in contrast to what like I'm used to like I'm 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 a video game nerd you know like I'm I'm a gamer so I've played tons of games but um just I don't know you know with time and my job and things like that it's 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 it can be really hard to make time to play video games but like I said right now I do Pokemon Draft League and that satisfies my uh, strategic itch I gotta have something always testing my brain, always um, making me think and solve puzzles and problems. And um, you know, video games are a great way to do that. And I do that with Pokemon. And man, let me just get into Pokemon just real quick. And for those of you who don't know uh, about Pokemon, you know, it's, it's hard to not know about Pokemon. But um, when it comes to battles, though, um, you can play the the real games, which are on right now. They're on the Switch, but most of the time they've been on. Uh, Game Boy and Nintendo DS's and things like that. So um, usually you just go like online or uh, yeah. Well, nowadays with internet, you go online to have your battles and um, do it that way. But when it comes to battling on the in the real games, you gotta actually get the Pokemon right. So you gotta catch them, you gotta train them, you gotta teach them the right moves, you gotta. And um, usually it just comes down to that. If you're playing casually, you you get any Pokemon, um, like a, a good Pokemon, you catch it, you give it good moves, and pretty much that's GG. If you want to do it, um, if you want to be a little bit better than that, you know, there's levels to this because um, there's a lot of uh, factors that go into play on how strong a Pokemon is and a lot of different stats and things like that. And uh, they implemented a new feature back in Gen 3, I think, of Nature's. So um, that was another, if you wanted to be a little bit more sophisticated with, with your training of your and your breeding of your Pokemon, making sure you have the, the perfect team, you'll want the right nature. So Nature's has to do with boosting your attack, your defense, special attack, special defense, or speed um, in a more significant way. So let's say you have a Pokemon that's more of a physical attacker, not really a special attacker, but more physical, like a fighting type or um, 
a steel type things like that are really physical you'll want uh, an adamant nature which will boost your attack or you can have um an adamant adamant reason why adamant is because it boosts your attack and lowers your special attack with each nature there's a plus and a minus so you add a um, a stat and then you your another stat gets lowered so you usually want to lower the stat that you're going to use the least so usually um, for like 90% of the Pokemon you're going to be specialized in one kind of attack either it's a physical attacker or a special attacker um, sometimes you have mixed which is really good but um, those are rare and uh, so for the most part you're going to want an adamant for a physical attacker or um, modest for a special attacker because modest lowers regular attack um, so you know I'm not gonna get too much into all the natures and things like that you get you get the kind of idea but so you know adding the natures gives it another level of complexity and then you know that we just discovered that there was IVs or individual values and these are um, I guess you can if I'm gonna make a, an analogy this is equivalent to like your genes so each Pokemon uh, when it's you know uh when you see it in the wild or when you breed it and it hatches uh right when you see it like it's uh the the software the the code of the game uh gives it a, a, an rgn a random number generator for each of their stats well from zero to 31 so um you can have like the bottom of the bottom pit of like the worst uh pokemon of that species so let's say we're let's talk about pikachu everybody knows pikachu so there's, you know, obviously you can catch more than one Pikachu. There's tons. Of, you can have hundreds of Pikachus if you can find them, catch them over and over. But the thing is that not all the Pikachus are going to be the same. They're going to have different natures. They're going to have different IVs. So they're going to be born with different genes, essentially. Um, so uh, you're going to want the... You, there's, like, newer ways now to check those, but you're going to want the ones with the highest IVs, right? Basically with the highest IQ, with, a, with like, a, a super athletic um uh athlete you know with all the right genes and the 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 beauty and all this you know whatever just about all the ivs so you want everything maxed out and then the last one is effort values evs so there's ivs which is like what you're born with and then evs is how much work you put into train basically like um a pokemon that is new like a, a one that hatched or one that you catch they're gonna have zero EVs because you haven't done anything with them. But as you start to use a Pokemon and you train it after for every Pokemon that it defeats or that it, it, it battles with, it'll gain effort values based on the Pokemon that it fights. For example, if it fights um, uh, like a, another physical attacker, like a fighting type or a steel type or whatever that is, you know, a proficient in physical attack. Then after you defeat that, you'll get effort values towards your physical attack. So if you're trying to boost like your attack, you're going to want to fight more of those kind of um, Pokemon. But if you fight like a, I don't know, like a, uh, a Pikachu, which is more of a special attack or more probably speed. Uh, speed is another stat that it probably has. So you, it might boost your speed. It might boost your special attack. Um, but each of those, you know, will gain that. So you're going to want to max out your effort values, your EVs. Uh, have the best IVs and uh, have the right nature. So it gets really complicated uh, after a while. And, and the thing is that this takes time and effort to do in the real game. So um, in order to save time and to focus more on the strategic aspect of battling, you know, there's all that pre 
uh, the work you have to do ahead of the battle, right? Which is like catch your Pokemon, train it, get the right moves, all that stuff. So to cut out all of that time, um, there's a website called PokemonShowdown.com that we use, which is which lets you just um, manually adjust that. So it, it's it's a hypothetical situation of like, let's say that you did put in all the work and you did find the one with all the perfect IVs and you did max out your EVs and uh, it has the right nature. Let's say, you know, all of these went right and you had all the right moves. So it's just like, it's giving you like the benefit of the doubt, the best case scenario for each Pokemon so that you can, instead of it being um, uh, determined by um by how good the pokemon itself is uh, like uh like if it has the be better ivs or the better evs a better better nature we don't want it to come down to that we want it to come down to actual strategy in the battle the actual decisions made by the trainer right this is not pokemon this in in my view it's not pokemon versus pokemon it's coach versus coach so um yeah so that's what i do um, do the Pokemon showdown and that that brings a lot of strategy a lot of complexity and it can be um, it can provide it can uh, uh, be varied in like how complex it can be and all the different aspects and stuff like that so um, you can be very creative in your mixing up your strategies and things like that uh, but I, I've gone off uh, long enough on Pokemon right now, so I think it's time that we um, take a break, listen to some more uh, music, and then I come back, I'll talk about a little bit of the history of me playing video games. So uh, here is uh, the next song. Right, guys we are back and uh like i said i i mostly play a lot of pokemon um that's what i do nowadays as an adult and i've been playing pokemon for a long long time since if i can think about it all the way back to i want to say like third fourth grade so like like 1999 2000 about about 2000 i think um i got the og the pokemon blue uh, for the Game Boy, at the time I had Game Boy Advance, but you could play Boy, Game Boy Color games, which is what it came out on, uh, Game Boy Color. So I uh, played that, that was really good, and I moved up to Pokemon Yellow, 
That's one of my favorites of all time, Pokemon Yellow, because you get to have Pikachu following you. And you get the original three starters, all of them. So before, you can only pick one of them. And then now uh, in Pokemon Yellow, it plays more of the Ash story. And Ash gets uh, Bubblesaur, Squirtle, and Charmander. So that was always fun to do. Um, and then I moved up to Silver. And then I went to Gen 3. Uh, actually, Gen 2 Silver, the Pokemon Silver game, that was probably one of my favorites of all time as well. Because you get to go to two regions. But then I played Gen 3. I uh, played Ru Ruby and Sapphire and then Fire Red, Leaf Green. And then I skipped Generation 4, Generation 5. Uh, which was the Diamond Pearl and the Black and White ones. Um, those were the Nintendo DS because I didn't have a Nintendo DS. I stopped at Game Boy Advance, which was Gen 3 with Fire Red, Leaf Green, and uh, Ruby, Sapphire, things like that. Um, and then I got a, the Nintendo 3DS when I was an adult in college. And that's when I uh, joined again. That's when I got competitive. Uh, I've been out of the game for years um playing pokemon didn't really play play competitive but then i started gen 6 which was the x and y and from then on is uh history so that's my pokemon story um and then i'm gonna talk about you know the how it all began you know way when i was real real young my first uh game system i ever got was the sega genesis i don't know if you guys remember the sega genesis um way back in the day it was the og uh, I was about five years old. My dad got us the Sega Genesis, and we had uh, Sonic. Sonic is an OG video game, so Sonic the Hedgehog, we had that, the, the side-scroller one. And then uh, we had, what else did we have um, for the Sega? It's not much, you know, this, I was super young, and it's like an older game. Uh, we had, I know we had, like, some obscure games. They can't really remember the name of them. Um... But then after the Sega Genesis, we moved up to the Nintendo 64, one of the best systems of all time. And uh, we didn't really play any like uh, Mario except for we played Mario Party, but we never had Mario Kart or um, Super Mario Brothers or you know Mario 64. We didn't have any of that. Um, what did we play on the 64 though? I know I remember. I think it was Sega, but on the Sega we played Mortal Kombat. Obviously, I played Mortal Kombat. Um, and on we had uh, I think we had like the Pokemon Stadium, I believe uh, we had um, just a bunch of fun games when I was young. You know, with that uh, Super Smash Brothers. I remember going to middle school at Arrowview, and uh, one of the teachers, Mr. McIntyre, he would open up his door in the, uh, his uh, classroom before the school started. So if you wanted to come to school like 30 minutes early, you can go in, and there was basically like a little arcade room um people playing board games people playing video games uh people playing uh card games Yu-Gi-Oh, pokemon uh things like that so it was just it was really awesome a, a place for all of the kids to gather and play and uh he would have like the a monitor a big ass you know um uh, screen uh to to play the super smash brothers and we got to take turns and stuff like that so that was fun and then uh got the playstation 2 and that's where I became a gamer. Uh, PlayStation 2, I was definitely like hardcore gamer. And that was around a time again where I was also doing Game Boy Advance. So I was playing Pokemon Ruby. I put in like 999 hours in that. Like forever I played that game. And then uh, we played for PlayStation 2. Um, played. Um, I was into Madden. Madden was the shit. Played uh, so many hours of Madden. Um, I used to be... 
I used to know everybody on every team of the NFL back, I would say, between 2006 and 2011. I was probably like an expert at uh, NFL. And I played that for years. I played Madden 07, uh, which was, no, Madden, Madden 06 was the McNabb one. I didn't really play that, that that much, but it was 07 with Sean Alexander on the cover. I played that one. I played the 08, which was, I believe, uh, what was his name? The quarterback for the Tennessee Titans, um, uh, Vince Young, I think it was his name. And then the 09 can't remember who was 09 and then 10 and things like that and i think adrian peterson was on the cover for one of them i don't know but adrian adrian peterson was a beast anyways enough about the nfl football but shit like the one of the the uh the most important video games of all time for me was kingdom hearts i remember i got kingdom hearts uh back when it came out 2002 uh, about 2002 2003 i was about 10 years old 11 years old in middle school and I would come home and go straight to that. And uh, that was one of the first games I got to the point where, like, I got it early when I had the PlayStation 2. And you had to have memory cards back in the day. If you wanted to save your progress, if you wanted to um, have your games saved and keep going, you'd have to buy a memory card and um, save from there. So we didn't have a memory card at first. So I would we would just play. And then when you have to turn it off and start over the next day, you didn't get to continue where you left off. Uh, you had to start all over from the beginning. So... Uh, for the first, you know, a week or so before a memory card, I just played that over and over from the start and I would be like five hours straight. I, I think the furthest I would get to was like, um, Aladdin's world Agrabah. Um, and I would play that a lot. And then we got final fantasy and final fantasy changed my life also. So kingdom hearts, um, I have a tattoo on my arm for, from kingdom hearts. Kingdom hearts means so much to me. I've, I've learned so much from that game. Um, you know, the whole, there's a light that never goes out. The hope, the the hero, the um, the hearts are all connected. Thing, you know, just love and and uh, friendship and um, you know doing the right thing and and um, you know ad- adventure, exploring and you know just never giving up and you know just all those beliefs that I hold strong today all kind of stemmed from that game and then final fantasy all these games just opened up my world of what the fuck is out there because these are these are stories these are they're bigger than movies they're they're big they're like they're like novels in in movie form um but movies obviously are only a couple hours but video games are uh, at least some of the better ones like final fantasy and stuff are easily 24 hours of content um and, uh, you know, I learned a lot from, I played Final Fantasy X, one of the best, and I played Final Fantasy VII, which is where a lot of the music you're listening to comes from. A lot of the music I listen to, the um, the video game music is uh, from Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts and things like that. So definitely highly recommend uh, those games. Um, yeah, so I only played seven and ten. I didn't get to play like eight or nine or eleven. I, I eventually did get Final Fantasy twelve, but that wasn't until later when I was like in um, later at the end of my high school years, and then into college. And in college, I played it a lot. And I played Madden a lot, and then um, you know I was able to. You know, then I had internet, so I was able to play online. That's when I started playing um, like Halo with with. 
uh, Cynthia and, you know, started to play online. And then, uh, you know, man, college was a whole different experience of video games. But, you know, we'll, I'll talk about that after the break. We're going to take one more break and then I'll finish off the podcast talking about the last, um, you know, decade of me playing video games. And, yeah, so um, I have up here another um, song from another soundtrack from video games so let me see this is a good one guys that is Aerith's theme so Aerith a character in Final Fantasy 7 um, and that's her theme you know these are very peaceful uh, songs I I, I I would go to bed listening to these and just sleep and it's just very peaceful very meditating and things like that very calming and soothing and uh, anyway so you know in college I uh, got the uh, PlayStation 3 and um i got the all the kingdom hearts games you know uh the remix the 1.5 the 2.5 so i had all the kingdom hearts games that was fun um you know kingdom hearts 2 is a great one all the while waiting for kingdom hearts 3 um but alas you know we had then we eventually got an xbox 360 so one of the first uh i think it was actually the first year of me moving out there was the I can finally you know, had my own money and I we had we went to a Black Friday sales and I got a deal on the 360 and it came with Fable which is a great game I love it uh, very unique I never played anything like like that kind of um, and I like that one and then you know we, we got I got Madden and and then uh, we got Halo so Halo was awesome and Cynthia introduced that to me and I was playing online with her and her brother and her cousins and you know with uh, other people and you know playing with real people changed the game you know that's that's what you know sparked my interest in playing competitively with pokemon before it was all solos right you know all like just me by myself in my room playing for hours and hours of video games and just you know content that that's that's great for games like final fantasy and you know although i've never played uh i never played it early on but like legend of zelda games you know like things like that and and mario games where you take a lot of time playing and um yeah so played a lot of those games and then and then 2011 my whole life changed when skyrim came out 
I mean, even those who haven't even played Skyrim know about Skyrim. Skyrim was a game changer in video games, and that is probably one of the best video games I've ever played for sure, hands down. Uh, definitely like top five, if not top ten. Um, no, top ten, if not top five. Yeah, this one. Anyways, uh, man, just and I fell in love with it. Just the pure open world exploration because you know with things like kingdom hearts and final fantasy it's not open world you can't just go everywhere you want there's a you know like invisible walls there's a path you have to lead to from a point a to point b you know there's you know constraints of where you can and can't go but you know pretty for the most part like the the world that is available to explore it's pretty big but it still has boundaries but skyrim oh my god that thing was pure open world um well, obviously, you know, there was like boundaries way, 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 way out there. But as far as the world goes, it was all one big map and all the cities were on the same. There was no loading screens, really. Uh, I guess when it came to like maybe dungeons and caves and stuff like that and then like certain buildings. But for the most part, it was all open world. And like and then the, the customization of your character, because, you know, again, Final Fantasy and, and Kingdom Hearts and all these things are like they give you a character like you don't get to customize it. Right. But nah, Skyrim, you create your own character. You can look however you want. You can name it. You can do a class and, and change it up. And bro, these are my favorite games now, Skyrim. And I, I still play Fallout 4 to this day. Fallout is another great one. Um, it's made by the same developer, Bethesda. Uh, but Skyrim, I don't, I, I don't think they can uh, really top that, honestly. Um, I mean, hopefully make the graphics better. Uh, you know, help with the you know make a different story but the whole idea of dragons and and um man that's just crazy you know and how how detailed the scenery was and just the this the world and uh yeah and you and you, you just learn so much you know there's so much history and lore in there you know there's books that you can read there's um there's adventures and tales and stories and lessons and morals and it's 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 like watching thousands of movies and reading hundreds of books and yeah and it's just it's and it's so much fun it's so engaging and then and then uh lately i've been uh well not lately but after that then i got into assassin's creed uh carlos was a big reason for that he loves his assassin creed games um i played the early ones uh shortly you know for a little bit they're not really my cup of tea you know they're more action and just like goals and stuff like that and I, that's cool and all but i was spoiled with skyrim and uh the first assassin's creed games are it's all right it's good assassin's creed 2 is much better i like that but honestly the best assassin's creed game has to be odyssey because when when they came out with the the fourth one the the black flag the pirate flag one the pirate and you can have your own ship and you can sail man and that i love the open world part you know and that's what i've seen um you can have um naval battles out in the ocean and you can explore so much and and there's no restrictions and then they just implemented all the things that they had for um odyssey and that's one of the best that's definitely top five best one of the best games i've ever played but anyways but yeah guys i think i think um uh, not sure what else i have uh played i'm trying to think you know i did get the switch which has changed things up i've i did start to play the legend of zelda breath of the wild 
but now like i said like i'm just gonna end the the podcast here with talking about how little time i have now you know i have two jobs now as as when i was done with college you know i was i had plenty of time when i was in college i i went to school i studied and then i was home you know i didn't have any obligations really to work um even though i did work at a at a baseball stadium for the summer uh, but that's for the summer when i'm out of school and things like that but still had plenty of time in, in college but now that i'm adult i'm 20 28 i'm about to be 29 it's like uh you know there's hardly any time uh especially now that i'm a dad um and but i i it's it's transformed you know i find joy in in showing lucy my daughter video games she's she's a gamer herself and she started with kingdom hearts she loves kingdom hearts and uh, she's been a gamer since she was like two and a half and just you know i told her to press this x button over and over and over to attack and she did and she loved it and and pretty soon she's she's a gamer and she uh she plays the switch and she's got her tablet she plays video games on there she plays minecraft and roblox and um she's played um uh we've got her the mario odyssey that was that's a great game on the switch highly recommend that especially for kids mario odyssey is great you know we play she loves smash brothers she's really good at smash brothers we i've played that a lot um and with her cousin my my nephew uh, troy and um He's really good at video games too. You know, they we're getting them real young now, right? They're only six years old, but they're better than we were at that age. And um, it's just so much fun to play video games because you learn and you challenge yourself. You you confront, you know, uh, novelty. Uh, use your brain to figure out puzzles, and um, you get you're proficient. You 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 hone your skills. You you get expert at something, and it, it just brings so much satisfaction. But I, I do miss it. You know, like I said, I I play sometimes Fallout Four, but it's just so time consuming. But like, but sticking to Pokemon for now. But even that is is starting to drain on me. I've been playing that for since 2013, uh, 2014 maybe. Long time I've been playing these and. It's gotten to the point where, like, my free time is so little that I can't even uh, prepare uh, properly. I can't even um, strategize. I can't prepare my team, give enough time to prepare my teams. I used to have, uh, I used to practice my battles to to see if I come up with anything. I used to consult with other people about strategies. But now it's just, you know taking 10 minutes to build a team and then battling you know i'm not really putting a lot of effort and time into it which doesn't feel right and and it's um and it's it's showing in my results you know i i did drop to the minor league in pfl this season i am in the minors but i i am up to uh being the playoffs so i'm not i'm not terrible still pretty good um could move up in the from minors to majors if i do well in the playoffs but who knows? Um, and then in the in my other league, I'm in two leagues. So PFL minors I'm in. And then I'm also in the, the Machamp Lounge, the TML. I'm in the majors for there, but uh, barely missed minors last season. But now I'm definitely moving to minors. I ended four and eight. That season is over. Probably not going to join another season. Probably after this PFL minor season, I'm going to take a long break again, like I did back in 2019. And... Um, probably get on it when i feel that itch but i'm not feeling it right now you know i don't have the time and i want to have the time i want to and organize my life and uh 
do more adult things and um that doesn't mean no video games because i love video games and i still find value i'm gonna play video games till the day i die um if i have the time you know i there's there's nothing a part of me that will ever think that no that's that's silly kid stuff or no like i'm not i don't like it anymore i don't think I'll, i'll ever feel that way um to me it's just about time and being able to find the time has to do with me you know having good time management skills which i don't have so that's something i have to focus on uh i need to fix my career situation to where i'm not working two jobs with about 60 hours a week uh, i need to be more efficient with my time at home and where i'm just not sitting around doing nothing for hours and just be more efficient and um with my time schedule things and things like that but anyways guys i have talked long enough um and i hope you do you guys did enjoy this video game um podcast um you know it's a very niche episode i think because not many people well yeah, not many people would be interested to hear about video games, but this is this is just my story. I just want to talk about it. I feel like I had some things to say about my life playing video games, and it helps me with my thoughts. Like I said, to I got to be more uh, efficient with my time, and it just helps me reflect on my my history with video games and life, and what it it means to me, and why it's important, and it just helps you know set that in stone, and you know concretely to, to say it out loud it makes me feel um like it matters and, and things like that but anyways i'm gonna end it here guys thank you all for listening through this um you guys are the real heroes the real troopers and uh again well not again but as always if you guys want to check me out on social media i am baker turtle 17 don't forget the 17 for uh social media i'm on instagram and twitter i'm um active on both so if you want to message me on either one of those uh social media platforms i will uh promptly respond and would enjoy a conversation uh but other than that you can check out all the other podcast episodes i have uh on any podcasting site that you can listen to podcasts like spotify or apple podcast or google podcast or anchor fm so shout out to anchor they host this podcast for me so uh, there's that and then Castbox. Castbox is my favorite um podcasting app. I'm on all of those, so go ahead and check me out. It's Baker Turtle. No 17 for the podcast. Um that's just social media, but just Baker Turtle. It's two words. And check out all my other episodes. I talk One Piece, I talk just life, I talk uh you know, we have some fight companions where we watch uh UFC mixed martial arts fights and talk and it's just a blast um but i'm gonna keep doing these episodes i will check you next time probably the next one might be my birthday episode uh my birthday is this wednesday may 5th cinco de mayo i'll be turning 29 so shout out shout out to his family uh it's my birthday month so you know if you guys want to say something nice i'd appreciate it but Again, like I said, I've talked way too long. And I'm going to end it off with um, hmm, my own uh, song, I Will Find You. So check out, this is an episode of my podcast, I Will Find You. And go ahead and check it out. I'm going to play it now and send us off here. And until next time, everyone, peace and love. Love everyone and uh, forgive and 
you know, just what would Jesus do? Love and forgive and peace. And uh, leave it at that.